Welcome to Are the Boys Golfing Podcast. This is Jessica. And Marissa. And today we have a special guest, a upper 20-year-old hottie, hottie, patati, patati, Anvil in the house. We should call this episode Hottie Hot 2-inch. Hell yeah. She's, she, can, she's at that age. She can still wear the 2-inch and look fucking fabulous. And high-rise 4-inch. Yes. So our guest speaker is Anvil. Anvil, go ahead and say Hello. Hello. So we brought Anvil on because we want to know all the nitty gritty. Like she got married young, had a kid young, who divorced young, and she has been dating some real winners. <laughs> so really what we're trying to figure out is if we should archive our first episode and be like our husbands are the best things since lost for it. Yes, yes. Because when we talked to Anvil, we're like, ooh, the dating scene sounds horrible. Yes. Compared to the dating scene now and some of the husbands now, a hundred percent. Because I would kill for y'all's husbands way back when. Way back when? What do you mean? Like when you were? Well, now she's saying she's in a good relationship, yes. oh, so she doesn't yeah. feel like that. Like yeah. before, when she was in the bad relationships, right? Yes, a hundred percent. Okay, so first thing I want to know is your first husband. You all were married for how long before? You got a uh, That's a good question. I think it was maybe a year, two years, maybe. And, and how old was your daughter when y'all got a divorce? Oh, I think she might have been two. So, no. and I feel like yeah. you see that so. 2015. Off- I feel like you see that so often now. That goes back to getting married when you were young. You were just young and dumb. And I, I mean, well, no, I mean, I got married young, but look at Lee and I. We've been married freaking sixteen years. Yeah, but you didn't marry your high school sweetheart. Well, I don't think that was her high school sweetheart either. No, I met him at a. But I'm saying now, nowadays, you see so many people in their 20s that literally get married and then get divorced and they had then they're like you know raising their kids trying to co-parent with these other people that they don't even want to look at right do you guys think you co-parent really well no absolutely not even after all this time no no so why did y'all get a divorce like were there red flags you missed do you think you were young what yes so we dated goodness for I think it was maybe like maybe six months or whatever. And then he ended up cheating and that's when I should have kept him to the curb, but I didn't. And about six months later. Why didn't you kick him to the curb? Was he total in in forgiveness mode? I know why. Because Anvil, (laughs) since she was young, she's always wanted like, we grew up very much watching our grandparents have this relationship of this just, like, this true love story. And I know Abel always wanted a family, always wanted this love story. So, she was trying to hold on to that. Do you not think yeah. that's the reason you stayed with him? Yes. Do you have daddy issues? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> she does. I do. My dad is a POS, and I will be glad, be the first one to admit that. But back you, to you had this vision basically, this like this perfect family. Yeah, she was, was like going, longing for that because she yes. didn't have that growing yeah, up. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. You know. Total daddy issues in a, in a lot of scenarios, and I think a lot of people have some of those. So that's why I even said that. But basically, you were like, I didn't maybe grow up in this happy family, but you dreamt of it, and you're trying to kind of make it that. And so you forgave him. Yes, and then so we were good for about like six months or so, maybe a year, and then that's when he ended up proposing and whatever and so we were so you dated for six months he cheated on you you stayed yeah. with him yep. six months later he proposed yes and then we had our dates my wedding dress everything picked and done and then 
three months after our engagement, I ended up pregnant. <laughs> so we fast forward everything and got married in the summer. And then I was 18 weeks pregnant when we got married. And then Avery came and I thought it was going to get better. And we built a house and all that fun stuff. And it didn't. And it just got worse. It doesn't tell us who listens to our podcast, but it definitely shows you the demographics, like the ages of people listen to your podcast and like where they live and so forth. And so there are people that are in their 20s that listen to this. So what would you tell someone in their 20s that is in a similar situation where basically they got cheats and then, you know, they forgive them, they get back together? Well, one, I will say some guys are manipulating as crap slow down. Don't rush your life away like I did. What I would have done when I was 21, I would have... Got a sugar daddy. She would have been on OnlyFans, putting the feet pics out, doing all this stuff. Yeah, I mean... Well, so, I, so of course, I had Gage super young. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, me and his dad, same thing. We got engaged, and we were going to get married and all this stuff, and his dad passed away, and so we did not go through all that. So my vision for... A lot of people doesn't know that, don't know about that about you. I know. Yeah, they don't know. dad passed away. That's why when we're talking about in previous episodes, and Marissa's had one of the hardest loss I know. It literally is so true. Yeah, so I had Gage before I was 18, and his dad passed away when I was 18, and Gage was two. And so I was single mom until basically I met my husband now. But point being there is with my kids, I'm like, do not date anybody. Do not get married. Live your life. You know, all this stuff because you can, and you can totally relate to that because there's so many things that you wish you wouldn't have rushed. Yes. And I've always told Avery since she was little, like, don't depend on a guy. Do not depend on a guy for absolutely anything. I feel like my mother did try to tell me that, but it obviously goes in one ear, not the other. Don't fast forward your life for anyone like make sure that you have yourself on a path that you want and stay to that path like don't veer off pretty much don't let stupid immature yeah and so with him so you guys obviously got a divorce was it due to more cheating or just because you weren't compatible because I'm trying to figure out yeah. who's a cheater always a cheater. That's a that's another topic. That's yeah. another episode. I will say. <laughs> what do you? I mean, what do you think? What's a cheater? I don't. A cheater? I don't because it's happened to me. I I used to believe that, but I do believe if someone does cheat and they see how bad they have hurt the other person and they do love that other person, then they will change. I will. I do believe that, but. With me and her dad, I think he was a cheater. He lied a lot about his own issues that I did not see until after our daughter was born. He had a lot of, I don't know how you would say it, personal, just really deep personal issues that I still don't think that he understands himself, to tell you the truth. So I would say it's mostly personal issues, and we just weren't compatible at all. What is the biggest struggle with co-parenting? Especially with someone that you don't really co-parent well with. Seeing her not want to go and forcing her to go. Like, if I could have it, she would, you know, be with me 24-7. But obviously that's not a perfect world. But me saying, you have to brush and floss your teeth before bed. And him being like, 
no, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Do whatever you want to. No, yeah, that, that Where you like to try and set rules for a household, but then yes. it all goes out the door when they go to the other household. Exactly. She has a certain, like during school, she has a certain schedule that she follows. And I was very strict with that. And then she goes over there. Yeah. 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 I definitely played those cards in the divorce household. Like go to my mom's, do whatever I want, come to my dad's strict household. And Mm -hmm. then eventually it became like a blob. And my dad was like, well, then just go live with your mom, you know? Yeah. When I was younger. Okay. So once you all got divorced, you kind of got in the dating world after that. So were you like on like the dating websites, like the Tinder or not apps or whatever, like Tinder and all that stuff? (laughs) Yes. Okay, uh, so what, what is, I didn't hear that. I've never been on any of those dating apps, so, like, I always hear horror stories. Oh, my gosh, so I like, worked with this girl. She was on them, and it was like, I love living my life through her. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I was like, I'm living my life. I don't even know which one she was dating for, like, a year, and I'd be like, oh, moving on. And then she'd come back and tell me stories about her meeting up with them. So tell us the horror stories. Well, I didn't, I mean, the only horror story that I do have is I actually met someone on Tinder, dated them for five years, and it was a shit show, literally a shit show. But anywho, it's so fun, actually. Of course, you get with like your girlfriends and you're like at wine night and you're drinking and you're like, oh, let's like pull up Tinder and like y'all will pull up Tinder and you'll go to your DMs. And it's literally the same guy in five of your like best friends DMs. And you're like, what the heck? Different conversations that you can literally go through and see, and it's the same guy. On... No, he's like the same thing that you yes. saying to your best friend. Yes, his other friend yes. Like, it's the same exact play thing. Play up, play up, play Do you think up. you're at the age, too? I got to a point when I was in the dating scene where I was like, shut up. Like, when guys be like, good morning, beautiful. Like, shut up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and like yes. all those yes. other bitches. Like, shut right. up. It right. kind of makes you crazy. And then after you've been married for 16 years, all you want your husband to say is good morning, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where's my text message? And Where is my like, good morning? And it's like, I don't, I am not the mushy, gushy, like, that grosses me out. I can't handle that. And that's how that. they all are, though. Yes. They're all trying to, like, think they yes. think you're stupid. So did you ever go on any, like, really crazy dates that you're, like, just show up to and you're like, yeah, I gotta leave? Like, abort- did you ever, did you, like, <laughs> ever abort a mission, like, mid-date or like, anything? Have, so you went on a Tinder date. Or was it, was it Tinder? Yes, it was, it was Tinder, yes. And what happened? So... I went to this guy's house and we were like immediately you went to his house or like y'all like do like dinner or is he just come to my house? Yeah. (laughs) It was like the whole messaging and then like, let's go like do coffee and a date and all that fun stuff. So we did that. Checked all the boxes. Perfect. Like 10. Like he was, he's checking out. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. Took him out of the red flag and put him into like the yellow, Yellow. low rift. Yeah. And so I get to his house and we're watching a movie, and then all of a sudden, well, backstory. He lives by himself. Supposedly. Yes. <laughs> lives by himself, and that's it. And so, we're watching a movie downstairs, and then... And y'all are making out, and you're like, happy. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Tell us the truth. Yes. And no. Spill the yes. tea. Yes. Which, by the way, I said to Eli, I'm going to spill the tea today, and he didn't know what that meant. And I'm like, you are horny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but I thought I knew that when I was in my 20s. Anyways. So, this, I hear a door creak open, and I'm like, like yeah. And I was like, what was that? So, I immediately pulled away, and I was like, what did was that? Did you put your clothes on? And he was, did you put your clothes on, or did you just kind of wait to think maybe it's a ghost? <laughs> I put the blanket. <laughs> okay. But, so... 
I was like, what was that? And he said, oh, it was nothing. And so he went in for, you know, another kiss. And I was like, no, I heard something. And then I hear the floor kind of screech again. And it's his mom. (laughs) She was like, honey, do you want some cookies? (laughs) Baby, I I baked you some chocolate chip cookies. So he lived with his mom? Yes, his mom. How old was he? I think he was 26, 27, maybe. Did she really yeah. make it? Did she make She's probably cookies? bringing his clean clothes downstairs. Probably folding them or something. Oh, I don't know. It was awkward. I like my face turned red. And that was the end of that. So after she had and him had a conversation and obviously introduced myself. That was it. That's the last time I talked to him. So they're just a bunch. So they're just yeah. like you just you see all walks of life. I mean, yeah, they like they like just come to my house. Yes, and Tinder's a very I don't know X-rated app. Yeah. We'll so say when Amble was single, she's not currently, but when she was single, I was like Amble, you know where you need to go? You need to come to the gym with me at four thirty in the morning. Because guys that are at the gym at 4.30 in the morning, A, have a good jobs, obviously, because why would they be working? They have a job, or they'll be working at 4.30 in the morning. B, they have dedication to at least do something, even if that's workout. And C, they're not in there trying to look at all these girls half naked. They no. go to the gym. Yeah. So if you go to no, gym, what you like, need to do, if you're trying to pick all, to, all the single 20-year-olds, what you need to do. Service announcement. Get your ass in Home Depot at 7 a.m. <laughs> Home Depot Lowe's because you want to know where your blue collar men are. They're in there. They're yes, the I can vouch for that because I have one. But yep. do not hit up where he goes because I would kill you. <laughs> Literally kill you. But listen, mine's in there too distracted at looking at how long my list is uh-huh. to even notice anybody. But oh gosh, yeah. Dating's hard. Yes, it is. But and even on all the apps. You Yes, all of the apps. Tinder, Bumble, those are the only two that, I mean, there's a thousand out there. Those are the only two that I was obviously how on. Many, like, I don't say how many, so I don't want you to give away a number or anything. But, like, did you have a lot of good hookups, though, after you divorced? And you're, like, randomly, like, <laughs> dating guys? and It was honestly fun. It was fun because, like, you get to explore so many different personalities. It's the personality. You get to explore a bunch of different penises? <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> I won't say that. My oh. personalities, that is code for penises. Personalities, yeah, okay. I remember when we had church service at Granny's house and when our grandmother was on her deathbed and we had church service there and Amber comes in and she's like, I just had the best sex in my life last night. <laughs> I was like, I hooked up with this guy and oh. you didn't date him? Yeah, they were kind of like dating. Yeah, we were pretty much dating. She, pretty broke, much. she broke up, she was off again with one of her yeah but that's and i'm yeah. like tell me all about it because i live vicariously <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah that girl that i worked with she was on the dating apps whatever i was like no delete his number ghost him block his yes. number and i'm like oh yeah like he's a good one i'd be like no he's got issues mm, like trying yeah. to school her through it you know but you do well Sometimes you find a good one, or at least you think you find a good one on, you know, those Tinder apps, and then you date them for however long, five years, and they're secretly like all the rest, just... So, backstory, Anvil just got out of a long-term relationship, like, six months ago? I think it was a doozy. Or was it that long ago? I think it was six. Six months ago, probably. 
So one of our questions, which we never got to because I didn't see it after we did our question and answer podcast, mm-hmm. was like, how long should you wait to get engaged? And we also had another question that said, how long should you wait to introduce somebody to your their your kid? Yeah. And we did, we did answer that one, but that, I was thinking about that one on the back end. I'm like, that's such a tricky, that's such a hard thing, mm-hmm. right? Because you're like, you don't want to wait too long because what if you get invested and you get feelings for these guys and then you introduce your kid to them and then they... Him, it's like a him, load of questions. Well, and him and your kid don't drive. And you're like, oh, I can never see this as our, my yeah. family dynamics. So it's mm-hmm. like you don't want to waste a year dating a guy before you introduce him to your kid and then only to realize he's not good with your kid. Right. But then you don't want to just, like, introduce every single guy to your kid either. That's true. Yeah. And <clears throat> so that's a hard – yeah. Obviously, Avery, she's eight. And I did just start dating this new guy. He is awesome, amazing. And it was. She has to say all the right things because he's going to listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a 16 year relationship where they should, you can talk shit about them and, <laughs> you know. But it was very hard because she's eight and she's in that age where she sees everything and she questions everything. And it went from a very ugly relationship to a very new fresh oh this is how my mom is supposed to be treated and this is how you do love someone and this is how you do treat like this is how my mom is supposed to be treated versus then oh my god they were yelling at yelling at each other or they fight all the time and it's very toxic and so I was very kind of weary about introducing her to my new boyfriend but honestly it depends on the person because when you know you know and that's such a cliche thing to say but like Avery I just want to say how much I love my husband and how sexy he is he just walked downstairs <laughs> just turned around and saw he just him. walked in the room so and he always says I talk bad about him so I'm just gonna go ahead and say that babe I love you sizzling every time I look at you I'm just like oh yeah that's good (laughs) i do think it is important when you're raising girls to make sure they know how they're supposed to be treated yeah we put that in our q a last week right like that's one thing our husbands are doing they're doing the damn thing because you know our girls will know how they should be treated Mm -hmm. yes and and i feel like it's so hard for you to find a guy like that this day and time so have you dealt with that like where guys are like liking other girls pictures guys you've dated on social media are always hitting up other girls because it's just like so much is in their face all the time it's like they can't be content in relationships or do you know maybe friends like do your girlfriends are just oh my gosh there's always like another girl's pictures or are you talking about my ex because that's exactly what he did (laughs) (laughs) that is exactly verbatim what he did and I never felt like I was good enough and I never felt it like hurt your confidence yes like what confidence is there to be had when your boyfriend or significant other is liking half-naked pictures of girls or girls with these amazing bodies and here you are at about 4 a.m going to the on, gym hold on, let me know. on the fake social media we all know that shit's fake yeah. They're probably edited. Well, we also need yeah. to probably, like, do a little summary here. Ample's on a scale of 1 to 10, like a 5,000. And her ex is, <laughs> and her ex is like, a 1. Yes. So why? Yeah. And, and so, that's, see, that's what social media can do to you or a relationship. So his behavior made you feel like you were a 1. Oh, my gosh. When it was really the roles were reversed. And Ample and him dated for so long that 
every time, like, I would, cannot even tell you how many times my friends ask, why is Amber with him? Yeah. Why is she with him? She is so out of his league. But then sometimes. So when you date somebody like that, that's a narcissist. They literally bring you down to think that you're not worth anything and that you're not. We were in the relationship for five years and I'll look back and I'm thinking, oh my God, I should have left after the first two years. You yeah. wasted your years yes, exactly. on this guy that wasn't even worth it. Yeah, I got enough courage. I'm not doing this anymore. I don't need you and moved out and was like, I got this. Like, it's me and Avery. I can do it. And then fast forward and I met my boyfriend now and it's a world of difference. I don't remember the last time I've opened my car door. Right. And that's like, what? Four months, maybe, Mm -hmm. I think. That's what we were saying, too. On the last Q&A episode, you know, not that you avoid seeing red flags, but I didn't have any red flags. That's kind of another thing, how I knew my husband was alone. I could look at his phone whenever. I could. He wasn't like another girl's quote. You know what I mean? Yes, and I do want to say that. I would wake up, pretend to be asleep, and then make sure my ex was asleep. Literally army crawl around the bed. <laughs> yeah. Grab his phone. You're like face hiding. You know? <laughs> yeah. like holding up his eyes. <laughs> and you're like literally sneaking and being like, okay, let me see like what picture did he like? Who is he talking to? Whose number is under another person's number? And ladies, that is your opportunity to check out because you should yes. never, never feel the need. Listen, if to. I look through my husband's phone, the only thing I'd find is emailing the coach to Ohio State. Like, can't wait for them all. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been, in, I've dated guys where I've had that same yeah. kind of thing going on. A lot of trust and yeah. stuff throughout my life, you know. And, but so then to have the ease of knowing. Yes. And fast forward now, it's like the other day we were, excuse me, we were in the car and he just throws his phone. Like, hey, here. Like, why do I have his phone in my hand? He was like, here, like his code. I don't even know his code. I can't even tell you his code. Yeah, like, like, my face ID opens his phone. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, babe, here, you can't remember my code. If we're in an emergency, put your face as my oh, like, ID. Your face ID opens <laughs> it is. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, are you serious? You almost don't know how to act yes. if you've been with a narcissist. Exactly. Like, like, this, this is normal behavior. And, and you almost start to think when you're in the narcissistic relationship that that's normal behavior. So you have to untrain yourself that what you were in was exactly. not normal. Exactly. Can we just say how amazing our husbands are? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he has returned to the room. <laughs> this is amazing how you actually are supposed to be treated because I'll go to work and I'm like, Oh my God, girls, guess what? And I like tell them everything and they look at me like I'm stupid because they're like, really? Because that's normal. Uh, yeah. That's like normal. this is a normal relationship. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't in a normal relationship. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so, and that's the other thing too, is your past relationship is I think he always wanted you to feel like you were one because he was not confident and you could do better. So he always beat you down. So building you up. And I'm here to tell you girls, any relationship you're in, the guy should be building you up. Yes, they should be your number one supporter. They should be on the sidelines. They should be doing like anything. Like Dunn says, you got half the money and all the pussy. You have all the control. Yeah, all the control. Yep. I will agree. <laughs> or you should anyway. Yes. You should have all the control. So you've had some doozies and now it's your time to finally like find the right one. But you will say to all the girls out there, 
that are still in the dating scene, it's not easy. But don't it's, come to come don't come to Home Depot because she will find your ass. Trying to find her. <laughs> but I mean, yes. it is hard. It's very hard. There's two of my friends now that one of my really good friends. I love her to death, and she is the oldest of us. And she turns thirty this year. Dirty so thirty. Old, so old. <laughs> I feel like a grandma over here. And she wants to be married right now. And she wants a kid. And I'm thinking, chill. You don't understand what it is being a single mom. You don't understand. Wait, how old is she? She turns 30 in November. And she, I don't even understand. I don't get it. How come? Is she in a relationship? Well, you don't don't, don't get it because you've already been through it. Exactly. And I'm like, you don't need, trust me, you don't need a baby right now at all. okay out of let's say you have 10 friends out of yes. your 10 friends how many of them have kids that are also divorced in your age group just me really yes my very best friend she's married and they have one little boy one of my other best friends she's married she actually married her high school sweetheart and they have two gorgeous little boys and then one of my other really good friends just had her baby girl three days ago Yes. So yes. You just got the shitty end of the deal. Yeah. I did. I did. But, you know. But you, you never know choose. what the future holds either, you know. Maybe we're, you know, it's like knock on wood for them. Yes. But, yes. So how is it, so then since most of your friends are not single, is it hard for you to go out to and meet new people? Is that why you, like, resorted to dating apps and stuff? Because you didn't have really people to go out because they're all married or have kids. Yeah. Pretty much. And then I would see, like, some... There's like two other friends who were also on Tinder and they were living it up. Like when I say a different guy, it was literally a different guy. And I am not about that. I was like, okay, let's just have fun. I think girls can be just as scandalous as men when I hear these Girls are dirty. (laughs) Girls are dirty. Sorry, I'm spilling the beans on the girls, but the girls are (laughs) dirty. Like they do want to just be with the guy or whatever. Yes. In which I do think. They should. I really do think yeah, they should. Like I'm, for it. I'm sorry. A guy cannot sit there and call a girl any name in the book because the guys are doing it just as worse as the girls are. Yeah. That is such a double standard. Yes. I do hate that. Yes. And like, I thought she's a whore because she talked to two guys and hooked up with two guys on Tinder or whatever. And but he's like, like hooked dude, up with 10. Exactly. And like, he's like, oh, you know, exactly. best thing ever, like cheering him on. But I will say some girl, some girls are in it. For like an actual true relationship on Tinder. And then there's some girls that are like, oh, I just want to be like one of the boys. And there are some boys on Tinder who do. And then you have the girls like the Tinder swindler who's just looking for the guys that have money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like me and Marissa. No, I'm just <laughs> Do you feel like, too, Knoxville is a very small town? Do you feel like it's hard to find someone that's like, oh, yeah, they, they dated them or they come <laughs> them? Yes. And I feel, especially where I'm from, Clinton and Anderson County, Powell Halls, those little areas, there's a good chance that someone has talked to your ex, talked to their ex, like baby mama, baby daddy. Yes. Yes. I feel everyone knows everyone's business, no matter what. Mm -hmm. If you're the most privatest person ever, Someone's going to know something about you, no matter what. Somebody spilling the tea. Somewhere. Yep. Doing the thing. Yeah, I feel social media makes, you know, your area even smaller. 
Because yeah. cause you might not know that person's been with this person, but listen, I told my husband, don't underestimate my ability to find mm. out anything because I can do some research. So then you get on there and do some research, find all that with everybody in the whole world. You know, and then you're like, <laughs> never mind. I will say, my friends do call me like the FBI of our friend group because I will find anything out, anything out about anyone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it just happens, but I will go deep in your profile. I'll click on a picture. And next thing I know, I'm on your grandmother's page. Oh, but you know, yeah, like I'm showing up to you at a funeral tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You like, know when his name slide out of town is, you know, his bank account yes. routing number, you know, his, how many Venmo transactions he did this month. I know who you've been and why you've been with them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's going to come a point too, like in your life where you just don't even care, you know? Yes. Or even care. I don't not have the energy to look through anything Lee does. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that was me. Like, yes. But now it's you're so secure in your relationship where it's, I don't give a fine crap. I don't care. I trust you. Here's my phone. Do whatever. Here's my, his phone. Do whatever. But it's also, I don't feel like, I don't feel the need to. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think I actually noticed that when you were over here a couple weeks ago, probably like one of the first times that we met Chance. And I think he didn't have swimming trunks or something. So yeah. he gave him a pair of like all his stuff and he gave you his phone. I was like, that's a pretty bold move. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And he like just gave you his phone because most guys wouldn't do that for talking to a girl for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So it'd be like Snapchat, Snapchat, Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. But I was like, wow, he must feel pretty secure, you know? Oh, yeah. So you better hold him down. Well, you know, Marissa's queen FBI agent too. I thought I had the skills, but my little cousin, she can find out. She will do some, she can find some dirt. She can dig some deep, like... One time we didn't find out who somebody was, and all we knew was like not even a real name, but like a Venmo name. And next thing I know, I had their LinkedIn profile. <laughs> all right, guys. So, animals, 20 year olds, let's wrap it up. What do you want to tell these 20 year olds? A, if you're in a relationship longer than a year and you're having doubts, just end it. You don't want to waste yes. five years. Don't waste mm-hmm. five years. No. And how about being a single mom in your 20s? I promise it gets better. I don't know what age the little ones are, but at the end of the day, you have yourself and your kids or kid, whichever. But at the end of the day, that's all you have. And you always have to put yourself first and your little ones first. So, I mean, yeah, it's your husband or your boyfriend, but you always put you and your kids first, no matter what. I like it. Yeah. As long as, you, as long as you have your priorities straight, everything typically works out. Yeah. Well, we're glad everyone joined us for Are the Boys Golfing podcast. It's Marissa. Jessica. Catch you next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.